0: This is Matthew Cratter from Bitcoin University. Today I wanted to talk about how constraints can help to encourage creativity. For example, artists have traditionally imposed constraints on themselves as a part of the creative process. And this is not a form of self-enslavement, but rather a form of self-liberation. So for example, when Shakespeare employed the poetic form of the sonnet, when J.S. Bach limited himself to the rules of fugue, When Mozart bound himself to sonata form, they were allowing the constraints of the literary or musical form to provide the space in which to express their creativity. Because if everything is possible, then the human brain is overwhelmed And nothing is possible. I've always liked this quote from Robert Frost, the great American poet, saying that writing free verse is like playing tennis with the net down. And he was definitely something, someone who in the 20th century was much more in favor of structured poetry. Here's an article from sort of the other side of the spectrum from the Harvard Business Review Why Constraints Are Good for Innovation. Quote from this article, recent surveys show that managers tend to consider compliance restrictions and a lack of resources as the main obstacles to innovation. This common wisdom suggests eradicating all constraints by getting rid of rules and boundaries, creativity and innovative thinking will thrive. Our research, however, challenges this wisdom, And suggest that managers can innovate better by embracing constraints we have reviewed 145 empirical studies etc etc so bitcoin is bound by many constraints as well bitcoin is very difficult to change this is both by design and also sort of a historical result of all the skirmishes we've experienced like the block size wars and the ptsd that comes with that bitcoin operates under its own constraints of consensus and changing the Bitcoin consensus is a very difficult thing, requires getting node operators, miners, hodlers, devs, exchanges, hardware wallet manufacturers, everyone on board and forking Bitcoin is very, very difficult and can be destructive. The analogy I always use is this basketball analogy. Anyone can fork off of the NBA and play their own form of basketball, but will anyone follow them? You can certainly play donkey basketball, but unless everyone moves over to that with you, you will remain a small minority. If you're enjoying this video so far, I just ask you to hit that subscribe button. That really helps this channel's reach. Hit the like button, leave a comment, question, suggestion for a future topic for a video. Also share this video with a friend or family member. Now in Bitcoin and crypto in general, there's this perennial temptation to try to use soft forks or even hard forks to try to fix difficult problems like high on-chain fees, other scaling concerns, privacy concerns, etc. And this is the roadmap that Ethereum and Monero and similar cryptocurrencies have chosen, that of many, many dev or developer-driven forks. And I think that's a big mistake because as we've seen in other contexts in this video, constraints can be a wonderful way of encouraging creativity. Constraints drive innovation by forcing people to think more creatively and to improvise with what they have. This is why poor people are often more creative than rich people. Rich people can always throw money at a problem, whereas poor people may need to come up with a more homemade and less expensive solution. It's also the same reason that overfunded startups tend to fail. They throw VC money, venture capitalist money at every problem. They fail to innovate and they pursue growth strategies that then fall apart once the VC subsidies end. Now, when Bitcoin runs into problems, the solution should not be to immediately flee to a soft fork. Some people will try to scare you into adopting their soft fork proposal, but chances are the emergency is never quite as dire as those pushing for the fork want you to believe. There could be another problem as well, and this is a lack of respect for existing constraints. I like the metaphor of Chesterton's fence. Chesterton, G.K. Chesterton, was a an English writer who had a big influence on C.S. Lewis, if you know that whole crowd. Chesterton's fence is a simple rule of thumb that suggests that you should never destroy a fence, change a rule, or do away with the tradition until you understand why it's there in the first place. The principle assumes that fences have a purpose, were carefully planned, cost time and money to erect. So if you see, the analogy is if you see a fence somewhere in the forest, before you knock it down, you have to ask yourself why someone went to the trouble of building it there. So for example, before pushing for the supposed liberation that comes with easy divorce, open marriages, polyamory, etc., I think that people should ask themselves why the traditional family structure has evolved to be what it is. Has it evolved to be what it is because our predecessors were just joyless Puritans? Or have cultural institutions like marriage evolved and continue to exist for a strong cultural and Darwinian reason? Is it that dam that's holding back a wall of water? Is that dam really a stodgy old institution that needs to be challenged and destroyed? If you knock down the dam, you will find out. Traditional marriage provides us protection and necessary stability for the raising of children. This Chesterton's fence is there for a reason so this would be an example a cultural example of chesterton's fence and of course you can tear down these traditional fences that exist but then you shouldn't act surprised when things begin to fall apart and the center cannot hold chesterton's fence exists for bitcoin as well bitcoin is not five thousand years old but perhaps bitcoin does certain things for really good reasons and here's an example of someone who showed a huge lack of respect for existing constraints this was back in 2021 when musk was trying to redesign dogecoin to be a substitute for bitcoin this famous tweet ideally doge speeds up block time 10x increases block size 10x and drops fees 100x then it wins hands down this betrays a remarkable a remarkable lack of awareness of the trade-offs that Bitcoin has made in order to remain decentralized, robust, and resistant to capture. And of course Musk's proposals for Dogecoin just ended up getting a lot of people wrecked and did not create any real innovation. The thing is large blocks, fast blocks are like LA freeways. No matter how many lanes you add they will end up filling up with cars i've always liked this tweet from adam back it's genuinely surprising but by all evidence it appears very hard to significantly improve bitcoin's fundamental design most trade-offs improving aspects make other properties worse by curious happenstance bitcoin exists in a narrow optima in the near infinite design space and this is another argument for constraints you have bitcoin existing in this narrow optima in the near-infinite design space. To be clear, I'm not saying that Bitcoin, Bitcoin should never again do a soft fork, I'm not pushing for imminent ossification, but when making any fundamental changes to Bitcoin that might affect the incentives of the various groups involved, I think we need to embrace humility above everything else. We're not in the business of moving fast and breaking things like a Silicon Valley startup Or like something like ethereum we need to make sure that we don't screw up the precious gift that satoshi has entrusted us with and the constraints that we've inherited i think should encourage us instead to pursue more creative solutions than the blunt tools of forking if you enjoyed this video be sure to hit that subscribe and the like buttons hit the notification bell if you want to be notified when i publish my next video and let me know your questions and comments in the comment section below thanks a lot for watching